Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. From Equity Mates Media, this is The Dive. I'm your host, Sasha Kelly. A four-day work week is gaining momentum. And one of the most significant trials in this new way of working is taking place in Britain right at this moment. And at the halfway point, the people involved are saying that productivity levels haven't fallen at all. Okay, so how does this sound? Four days work for five days pay. An experiment begins today in the UK that reimagines the work week as shorter for employees and just as productive for employers. The pandemic has accelerated hybrid and remote work trends. Now it might accelerate the push for a four-day work week. It's Wednesday, the 28th of September, and today I want to know, how far away are we from a four-day work week becoming reality? To talk about this today, I'm joined by my colleague here at Equity Mates. It's Darcy Cordell. Darcy, welcome to The Dive. Thank you, Sasha. I'm looking forward to this. What, what are your thoughts on a four-day work week? I'm all for it. I'm not quite sure how I'm going to make all my work fit in four days, but you know, I would give it a pretty good crack, I reckon. How about you? Yeah, I'm the same. I hope Bryce and Alec are listening. (laughs) We'll tell you about, (laughs) we'll tell you how it looks in these studies. Well, let's crack into it. Let's talk about this particular study that's happening in Britain. 70 companies are participating in this six-month test that kicked off this week, from small businesses like fish and chip shops and breweries to bigger software and tech companies. Yeah, so more than 70 companies in Britain are undergoing a six-month experiment where their employees get a paid day off each week. The study is about three months in, so nearing the halfway point. And the news here is that there's just been a survey offered to the 70 companies to respond to and provide an update on how the study is going for the business. And 41 of the 70 companies responded to that survey. 35 of those 41 companies said they were likely or extremely likely to consider continuing the four-day work week beyond the end of the trial. And perhaps more significantly, all but two of the 41 companies said productivity was either the same or had improved. And six companies said productivity had significantly improved. I am curious about why the other 29 companies didn't respond to the survey. Perhaps it just got stuck in the backlog of work that they're doing. But the study covers a wide range of workers as well. More than 3,300 individuals who are employed in the financial sector, marketing, healthcare, financial services, retail and hospitality. Yeah, that's right, Sasha. The companies involved, they range from fish shops to bigger corporations like banks. So the study does span most sectors of the economy. Industries participating in this trial include everything from banking to retail, even education. And we'll see when the experiment ends in December whether or not they're ready to scale back to four days for good. The non-profit group Four Day Workweek Global is conducting the study with a think tank and researchers at Cambridge University, Boston College and Oxford University. I can't help but think that there are significant logistical challenges for a four-day workweek, in particular, industries. For example, 
our content train here at Equity Mates, it doesn't stop for anyone, let alone having another day off. But on a serious note, there are many industries, healthcare, transportation, they need to be staffed 24-7. So are we seeing different results in different lines of work? I definitely hear what you're saying. But even if you're in an industry such as hospitality that might be open seven days a week, you can still have staff rotating on four-day working weeks. So for this particular study in Britain, it is still early. We're at the halfway point. And the information we're talking about here is from just that survey rather than the full study. Okay, so backing it up to those responses, just two companies said that they'd lost productivity. The rest said productivity stayed the same or improved. Does this mean that employees are just working harder on the four days that they're working? That's what a lot of the respondents are saying, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. The pilot is based on the 180-100 model, where employees get 100% of the pay for 80% of their normal working week in exchange for a commitment to maintain at least that 100% productivity. A new trial is seeing how a four-day work week would actually benefit employees. The experiment put British employees at 70 companies on a six-month trial period with no loss of pay. So some employees are needing to work from 8am to 6pm or so to pick up the eight hours lost in a typical nine-to-five day or Monday-to-Friday work week. But I think that's a trade-off I'd personally be willing to accept. (laughs) Me too. And interestingly, it appears employee satisfaction has also reported to be better. A day off work sometime during the week helps recharge the batteries and probably gives a little more work-life balance. Not a surprise there. Is this what the survey is judging success on? If productivity remains the same, can we get five days of work done in four days? Productivity is that keyword, but there are quite a few metrics that go into it. So the study is also analysing how employees respond in terms of stress and burnout, their job and life satisfaction, general health, their sleep patterns, energy use, travel, and even some other factors. So it is a pretty comprehensive study. Okay, but it is just one study. Are there any other studies like this taking place in any other part of the world? There actually are a growing number of experiments similar to this one in Britain being conducted around the world. They're mostly taking place in the private sector, but there are studies in the US, Canada, Ireland, New Zealand and Australia, just to name a few. The idea isn't new. Between 2015 and 2019, the Icelandic government ran a similar trial with about 2,500 public sector employees. It was so successful that it resulted in a reduction of work hours for over 80% of Icelandic employees. In a recent trial in Sweden, officials found employees completed the same amount of work or even more in four days compared to what they were doing in a five-day week. And Microsoft in Japan, they trialled a four-day work week for a month in 2019 and reported a 40% jump in productivity. Well, Darcy, we joked about it before. We are both keen for this four-day work week. But we're not alone. The demand is certainly there from employees. A study by Eagle Hill Consulting found that 83% of respondents said a four-day work week would alleviate burnout. And according to a separate study survey by Joblist, 94% of American workers would approve of a four-day work week. So you've got me excited about the possibilities that this could become a reality. Let's take a break. And then I want to know if this could be implemented anytime soon or if there are some factors that are holding it back. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome back to The Dive. Today we're talking about the four-day work week and if it's ever going to become a reality. Darcy, you've got my hopes up. But talk of a four-day work week has been around for decades. In 1956, Richard Nixon said he foresaw it in the not-too-distant future. Now, six decades is a little while to be hoping that something's just around the corner. But are we finally closer to seeing it widely implemented? It's funny, Sasha. Nixon wasn't even the first to say it. Economist John Keynes predicted in a famous speech in 1930 that everyone would be working a 15-hour work week because of the potential growth of wealth and technological advances. So we've been waiting almost a century for this to happen. Yes, and we're (laughs) certainly not at a 15-hour week. But to answer your question, the pandemic has seen this remote and hybrid work come to the fore and it's given renewed momentum to the four-day work week. According to the Labor Department, 47 million Americans quit their jobs in 2021. Multiple surveys show the reasons. Burnout, stagnant wages, lack of fulfillment and a poor work-life balance. Our view is is that as we emerge out of the pandemic, that the five-day work week is a model that served its time and is no longer fit for purpose. This past spring, 38 companies in North America began the their trial with the campaign. But there are actually a bunch of companies who have already implemented it. If you search on Google companies with a four-day work week, you can find a list of hundreds of companies across the world that have taken the leap. To be fair, I hadn't heard of most of them, but it's an attractive proposition for people on the job hunt, I'm sure. 63% of businesses say a four-day week made it easier to attract and retain talent. So there just seem to be two reasons stopping the four-day work week from being implemented on a larger scale, holding it back from widespread adoption globally. Governments around the world, and as you dubbed it to me off mic, the unknown. Which one do you want to unpack first? Yeah, let's talk about the unknown. So how are we going to know if this is working or not? Like, what is the metric to determine, yes, this is a good idea, or hey, maybe we go back to five days a week? So while we talked about the study in Britain today and others that have been conducted, the reason that it's making news is because it's one of the largest studies that's been undertaken about the four-day work week, yet there are only about 3,300 people involved. We just haven't got this mass scale evidence yet that shows it can work for all parts of the economy. And that unknown is holding it back. Our work habits are just so entrenched that people are unsure if taking a day off would be possible. I mean, how could you not check your emails? And another element that hasn't really been measured in many of these studies is the other side of the business, the customers. It's hard to sort out an urgent matter for a customer if everyone is off on the day it needs to be sorted. Yeah, understandably, it's a big risk to take that leap as a business and implement this shorter working week without seeing long-term or large-scale evidence of success. And you can surmise from that that governments are also going to then be worried about the unknown element. There's not enough evidence. And if governments endorsed a four-day work week and suddenly every single business took it on... Who knows what's going to happen to the economy? Exactly right. Look, it might boost the economy, but the risk is pretty significant. Although, Sasha, we are seeing movement here. 
The Japanese government last year, they actually recommended that some businesses should adopt a four-day approach. Our friends in Japan are testing out that theory. Its government is now urging companies to actually allow staff to opt for that reduced work week. And in Lithuania, the government has introduced a law that allows parents with children under three years old to work a four-day work week for the same pay. And plenty of other governments have endorsed the trials that are taking place in their countries at the moment. Look, we're edging closer and closer to a four-day work week, but I'm not holding my breath. It looks like there's still a little way to go. Let's leave it there for today. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell a friend about it. Maybe send it to your boss if you're hoping to, you know, cut a day off work. It really is the best way for our podcast to grow. And if you've just joined us for the first time, welcome. Go check out our back catalogue. We've also just launched something new and we'd love you to have a listen and let us know what you think. Alongside this episode, we've got a short headlines companion that just goes through the news of the day. You'll find that right next to this episode in your podcast feed. Remember, you can follow us on Instagram. We're at thedive.businessnews. You can contact us by email, thedive at equitymates.com. And you can subscribe wherever you're listening right this second so you never miss an episode. Thanks so much for joining me today, Darcy. Thanks, Sasha. That was fun. Until next time. The Dive is a product of Equitymates Media. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media and the hosts of The Dive acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and the connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. The hosts of The Dive are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast.